I don't know about y'all, but I'm excited. Y'all good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick temperature check. Chris, you good? I'm good. I see you with that olive green hoodie on, too. Hey, check me out. That thing's serious. I ain't going to lie to you. Get your merch. You know what I'm saying? Fall season. What's up? You feel me? I know. Mike over there filling out that tea. My guy. What? Did you just? I wish I could fill out that hoodie. He did that. Oh, he poked poked that chest out. He do that often. Wait, what did I do? What y'all be targeting my chest? What is up with my chest? Well, what did my chest do? When he said you feeling that shirt, all you went. <laughs> did I for real? Yeah, you did. You, didn't even know. you just be on. No, you did. Oh yeah, everybody. everybody oh, yeah. I don't know if you did. People in the comments on the podcast, let it, let me know. Before we if, play the intro, let me just say this: jump in the comments and let us know if Mike didn't portray who who what chest who me. <laughs> so y'all saying he said look at my chest and I did this. That's <laughs> <laughs> y'all saying I did. <laughs> what did say? Oh my God. Bro, all of that. Oh my bitch, God. you did something. Oh, shoot. Oh, my God. That's what you saying. I love it. Wow. I ain't mad at you. That's what we do wow. all the push ups for. Nah, that ain't, that ain't why. <laughs> <laughs> it's the 15, honey. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Hey, look, seriously, though. I'm excited. Basketball season. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Like, around the corner. Uh, everybody knows I'm a fan of greatness. You know, me being Mr. Next Level. You know what I'm saying? LeBron James. GOAT status. You daddy. You me. You said daddy? Oh. <laughs> yeah. What you hear? At least you ain't say loud. At least you ain't say daddy. Right. <laughs> Wait, what'd you just say? Nothing. Okay, yeah. first of all, that's too much shade going off of both, both uh, angles. Ain't no oh. shade. Ain't no shade. We talking about Cali, baby. The Lakers, you excited for them, bro? What? Yeah, go ahead yeah, and get them yeah, another one, dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like I like Westbrook ba- making them move there. I'm glad do they you? got Rondo back. I do. Yeah, I do. They are gonna find a way to make it work, bro. That's the thing I love about LeBron. Yeah, because he'll man, find a way. Yeah, you know they're not gonna give him credit for it. They're gonna be like, oh, well, you're supposed yeah, to. Right, but if but him if and AD, loses, but if him and AD sit down, they need people who can get buckets. But we need AD to be able to sit down and get back up again. Facts. I'm tired of him sitting down and staying down. Yeah, yeah. I need him to. He's um, injured. I need him to be healthy. in that thing. Come ooh. Like that. <laughs> we get up. But we get up. Okay, you took the Aeolian's version. It's good. You Man, know I like you know that. I like the good mics. <laughs> I know what you think of Chris, but I'm not gonna say what you think. She said, yeah, he's bomb. A, he can go for the opera, but left. I'm like, y'all, I'm loyal to y'all. I'm not gonna go off. Appreciate to Europe you, to go do opera for a living. Hey, yeah, just, it's a, it's it's a process, and we're going to talk about that. Facts. Yeah, but now I'm excited for the Lakers, excited for some basketball. Brooklyn going to give them a challenge, though. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah, Bro- Brooklyn. Brooklyn is the team to beat. It's just LeBron is so great, everybody tries to put all the pressure on him. Like, on paper, Brooklyn is still the, they have the three top oh, scores in the league. Yeah, they're dangerous. Yeah, Hands they're down. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. They're dangerous. I only like saying that because I do believe LeBron's going to win. And He's I don't want people up. taking away credit for him when it happens. Oh, but yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. What about Philly? Huh? Which I think Philly going to do. Is that random? <laughs> Trust the process. Oh, yeah. Random. <laughs> we're going to talk about we're going to talk about today's process. <laughs> Trust the process. But That's what they talk about. Trust the process. But they ain't making no moves. <laughs> ain't no process over there. Trust. Ain't no process over there worth trusting. Ain't nothing to trust over there. You got MB and who else? Don't even bring mm. up Mr. Simmons. Because that dude was a no-show oh, he last disappeared. year. He cast with a friend of He ghost. can't even get traded. People don't even want him. Yeah, it's different. How are you going to trust that? I'm going to just stay in my corner. ain't trusting no yeah, process. Right, right, right. I'll tell you no, but speak, no, no. But you, okay, you might not trust their process, mm-hmm. but do you trust your process? Oh, we going deep right now. 
Yeah, yeah, let's jump right into it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, like, do you do you trust like the process that you in? Because people what you talk about there. that. Okay. <clears throat> and they talk about trusting the process. You know what I'm saying? Like, my my thing is like embracing the process, like mm-hmm. really embracing like where you are. You know what I'm saying? What you have going on. Um, that can be challenging. Yeah. And typically people talk about like trust the process, embrace the process when things ain't working out. Ooh, you feel me? Like yeah. when it's not working out. You never really hear that on the other side. But I can explain I can, the other side. Huh? Explain the other side. Uh, I feel like it's easy to embrace it when it's good. Is that what you mean? Like embracing it when it's good? What do you mean by that? Yeah, well, well, you know, you never really hear people talk about that. Okay. Typically the, the advice to embrace the process typically kicks in. When you're trying to, when, like when you, you have, have to go through a struggle, struggle period, and yeah. you're telling people to lean in and not yeah. run from it, you know what I'm saying? But folks don't want to hear that. Yeah. You know, it's like when you lose a loved one, folks be wanting to hit you with the scripture. Well, you know, all things work together for the good. It's like, bro, I'm not really trying to hear that right now. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, but it's I'm just in my situation. Yeah. But when you, I, I, something triggered when you said trust the process, you know, and embracing the process. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. Because they trying to figure out, okay, but when? Right. Like right. when? Like I, I, I'll stay in this place, but like when? Right. And that's the part that can be tricky. Well. How? I could talk about something not super deep, but just still a part of a process that I kind of had to go through on my own. Um, I have a few different things, but I'll just talk about something that's here. So a few years ago, I started... Figuring out like, okay, how do I how do I get my regular curls back? Cause I had straightened my hair so much, so much, so much that it was just like real stringy and like thin. And it just, it just wasn't looking good. It was looking real fried. So then I said, you know what? I'm gonna start putting no heat in it. And so the first year it was like, uh, this is tough. Like I don't, I don't wanna wear my hair out. Like this don't look good. I gotta trim. And then like year two, year three, people are like, oh my gosh, like how do I get my hair like like your? How do I get it full? How do I get it? my curls to find. And I'm just like, you know, you do have to trust the process. Cause I went through an ugly phase and most people would quit during that ugly period. During you went that through period. Ugly phase, that, yes, I did. On scale. <sighs> <laughs> you stupid. Anyway. And I'm like, but you have to, you have to trust that period. So then there's, you know, somebody that I'm close with, she came to me. She's like, all right, I want to get my hair like yours. What do I need to do? So I was helping her with like deep, deep hair condition treatments, all that stuff. Next week, she went and got her hair pressed. And I'm like, girl, what you doing? Mm. You, you said that you wanted this. So why are you going back to your old ways? You have to embrace the process. You have to go through it if this is what you want. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, you know, I do want that, but I also want this. So I feel like I can't sacrifice because I'm so used to my lifestyle <laughs> like this. I said, so then you don't really want this. Mm. You, want, you want this, but you just want the end result. You don't right. want the process. Right. You don't want to go through it. And so going through it gives you a different appreciation for that's, it. That's the, that part. Right. right. And so this, I mean, this is surface level. This is superficial stuff, but it still took a process to get there. Yeah. And now I'm able to teach other people how to take care of their hair and to do things that are beneficial, like diet, all that stuff with your hair. So right. it's, it's all a part of the process. That's, I mean, that's, that's kinda, what I'm saying. That's kind of how I felt in the process of me getting abs. Like, ah. Yes. <laughs> You said in getting abs. You said, oh, abs. Let me like see. Let me see what you're working with. Like, first of all, let me see. I have some. Tax. Don't flex on them. First Don't flex. Don't flirt on the podcast. Like, do not try to get <laughs> the world to try to see what I'm working with. Like, 
Yeah, because yeah, you don't want to cause nobody to stumble. I don't want to cause nobody Back. to stumble. Okay, keep your shirt but on, in, in that process. What's, what's under here can keep you from the kingdom. Like, like this right here is a this is a testimony, but could be your prayer. You request. gotta like, ask you for have forgiveness, to, huh? You, what you what you hear like this? It's right here. It's right here. It's my swag. Shout out to Soldier. You know oh, what I'm saying? Like, you stupid. Like, that's all I'm saying. But in the process of me getting this, like I had to take some hot rolls. Like, you know. How, yeah. Yo, this fruit jerk. No, he, no, 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 no cap. Everybody. No, no cap. We was upstairs eating trout. Tracy made some trout. Yeah. Um, and, and pasta. And I was like, Mike, you know what I'm saying? You you want to make your plate? You know, because I'm a servant leader. You know what I'm saying? He was like, nah. Oh, boy, that's a little cap. It's a little cap. It is. I like the one you have on. <laughs> it is, Jay. Yeah, let me keep affirming you. But Mike's like, nah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna eat my, I mean, he's gonna eat this fruit. You know what I'm saying? Cause he's like, yo, in order for me to keep this body. I have, I need to make sure I keep an attack. So the process. For sure. Yeah, with the, That's with the, what I'm doing. Yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. So, I understand. But, so, all right, so seriously, right? You talked about that process. I'm, I, I will share one personal, but I want to kind of kind of give a, a bit of an analogy. And I don't want to be repetitive because I'd be forgetting. We, we a lot of podcasts deep. But did I ever share like the experience like in our old neighborhood when I was trying to get my grass to grow and it stopped growing. Yeah. I shared that on this one. Well, you know what? Did you? Yeah, and you said you had to... Okay. So that process, that process of removing that dead grass had my yard looking crazy, right? And so it's like Mm -hmm. we all have that process that we had to go through. Now y'all just, just a quick example. Right. Can you just, just break it down just a little bit just in case right. people yeah. didn't see that episode? So if you heard it before, you know, saying forgive me for being redundant if you heard it before. So when me and Tracy first built our house in Alabama, it's probably like maybe 11, you know, saying years ago, we had the, they put the surf down. I'm putting down the Scoff's turf builder weed control. My grass was throwing nice and thick, like for two years. Mm-hmm. And we was having competitions in the neighborhood mm, to see dope. who could have the best ah, yard. But okay. it was two OGs. They was retired. They'd be out there like with scissors Ooh, on their right. yard. You can't really it. compete. Right. So if I got like the number third, fourth spot in the whole subdivision, I felt good. Yeah. And uh, and one year my grass just like would not grow. And I was really frustrated with with how it was looking. Because it's like you saw a little green, but it was still kind of brown. And so I got down one day on my knees and dug in the soil. Mm-hmm. And I'm watering it every day and putting on the fertilizer. But I dug in the soil and pulled out a clump of dead grass. Mm. So when the landscape company was cutting it every month or every few weeks, they was cutting it, but they wasn't raking up the dead mm. grass. So I had all these like two inches of dead grass that was caked up from previous years. Uh-huh. So all the watering, all the nutrients, all the fertilizer I'm putting down wow. is not getting to the soil. Yeah. So I had to grab a hoe and I worked her. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I raked up all of the... <laughs> bro, <laughs> nah, nah. What y'all oh, y'all on do? that? Nah, bro. bro, bro I, worked, I raked bro, up all... Bro. I grabbed the hoe. Why'd she have to be... Why'd you, 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 you call her her? You gave the hoe a ginger. A ginger, like, right. Not gonna do. Well, that what first, you not gonna first do, off, Jay? First off, that could be male or female. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I didn't hear no but male. You, her. you didn't say I worked him. You said I, said, I mean, I worked it. I mean, How about that? You should have started with Jay. Is that right. not what I said? You said I worked. Y'all focus on the wrong thing. Y'all stay focused. Uh, listen, <laughs> welcome to the next level. Why? Next level. Welcome pimping. to the next level living podcast. <laughs> where my co-hosts have lost their mind. They off the chain <laughs> and they pissed. All right, so look, so I'm, I'm working the hoe. I'm raking up all of 
the the dead grass because you know you can't do like a regular rake like you got to take that cast iron like that old school rake like that's what they call it they call it a hoe but like, you got to really work For it sure. and dig it up a big hoe seriously work so I Working pull all of it up okay. so when you look at my grass now it went from like kind of you know what I'm saying yellowish with a little green to like now brown and yellow like it's looking a mess my neighbors come by hey Jeremy you okay buddy I'm like yeah bro I'm good they just like like why are you destroying your yard I'm like I'm not I said, but I had to remove all this dead grass in order for me to be able to water it and fertilize it and, and mm-hmm. get it back to where it was. And so for about five, six weeks, like my yard looked a hot mess, but I knew I had to go through that process mm-hmm. in order yeah. for me to get on the other side. And so I watered it, you know what I'm saying? Early in the morning, I put down the Scott's Turf Builder, all of that good stuff, and it slowly began to grow and it came back thick. And I was right back, like at the top. But I shared that because my yard, it was like a process I had to go through. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was that you, it was that ugly phase. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that ugly. Like you you know all about that ugly phase. Like sometimes we have to go through in life, where hey ho, like at this point, <laughs> oh, I want to no, no, know no, no, where no. the hoe is in the story. Like where, where was? I, when did I, you I, get rid of it? Like like because because it's boy. First of all, you were fool. So look. <laughs> So I'm I'm pulling up all this stuff. What's wrong? My yard, my yard is looking a hot mess. I can't but now, what's wrong with but you? Now it's back. You done took his hat off. Oh, I thought you were allergic to the hole. I thought, I thought you know everybody can't work it. Mm-mm, no, so right. so for, so listen, but it's the process, Crystal, and that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the process, being willing and being able to embrace the process to make you know send the adjustments to get what you want to get. And so embracing and trusting it when things aren't working out, when it is challenges and you come across adversity, like that can be, you know, the hard part that sometimes people have a hard time, you know what I'm saying, overcoming. So it's, you know, everybody got, you know what I'm saying, everybody got a, a different type of process. Like some people just need to learn to stay in the pocket. Like what you do in that moment is what matters. Okay. And so, stay in so, the pocket and stay disciplined though. That's okay. So my question is based off of that. So what part of your level of I guess stick to itiveness like what part of it made you want to be okay going through the rough stage even with the experts quote unquote that had the the green grass consistently with them questioning you what made you feel like your process was still going to be worth it and it was it was going to be fruitful I knew it was temporary I knew I knew my condition would not be my conclusion okay I knew how my yard was it wasn't going to be like that forever. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like I knew I had yeah. what it takes to get it right. Yeah. But I do. I knew if I just kept masking it, if I just put a bandaid on it, I would never get the results. Right. But you said that there was a point where you wasn't sure, right? And you was like, why is all that stuff happening? Then you realized the grass was there, but then you had to make it worse. But my thing is that the people that you looked up to that was getting the first and second spots, when they start questioning you, what gave you the confidence to go through the rough, roughest parts? Like, you, of course, your, your conclusion is not your um, circumstance right now. Your condition. Your condition. Mm-hmm. But ha- what made you go through the condition knowing that your conclusion would be different? Like, what gave be- you the confidence be- to stick, be- because stick to I, it? Because I knew. I, I knew that if I knew if I didn't make the change. Okay. It I was, it was the definite. Results. Got you. And so you was going to rip it all up rip to make sure that everything all, came man, out. I promise you, bro. That's okay. like that's like my life. Okay. Yeah. Like I knew that my life, I knew how I was living before. Yeah. 
you know, and I was not a man of character, a man of stature, a man of valor, mm-hmm. a man of, 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 of God. Like I knew before I was not getting the results I wanted. So I realized I had to make some changes. I realized I had to make some adjustments and I was okay with that. And though it might've took longer and it might've seemed like other people was out here living their best life and they was getting their breakthrough, but I had to trust the process. Like I remember one time being at the crib, this is when I stopped doing the stuff I was doing, no kick door. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying, moving no work, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, no more nightclub running. Like we was just, I was literally like looking like for a regular job just to make some good, honest money so I could drive and I ain't had to look over my shoulder or wonder if the cops was going to pull me over because it wasn't in the trunk. Like I was just in a different place. And I remember I just got baptized and I remember my mom one day called me. She was like, how you doing, son? And I was at the crib struggling because I've been applying for job after job after job. I'm listening, I'm reading my devotional in the morning. I'm listening to gospel music. I'm just like, yo, I'm really trying to do this thing. And I, and like, I wasn't getting no calls back. And I remember my mom called me one day and she was like, how you doing? And I was like, man, I'm struggling. And I just had like a vulnerable mm-hmm. moment where I, I was like, it was like the angry tears. Cause I was like, yo, I'm really trying. Yeah. Cause I can make a few calls and pick up a few packs and run a few plays and be Gucci yep. real quick. Yeah. But I was just like, yo, but I'm trying not to do that. Like I'm trying to do it the right way, but I feel like God not rewarding me. I feel like he playing me. I feel like my prayer is not leaving the ceiling. And I was just in a really depressed and weird place. And I remember my mom was like, dry up your tears, like lift up your head. Like, it's a part of the process. Like, you're going to be okay. Yeah. And that's when I realized, mm-hmm. like, yo, this is temporary. I was going to eventually, yeah. you know, figure things out. But I had to kind of stay in that place. And I feel like I was kind of being tested. And I realized, like, throughout life, everything I've gotten and ever been able to achieve or attain, it always came from a process. It always came a little longer than I expected it to. Mm-hmm. Like, it never just works out smooth. But it's just a no. part of the process. But I think it's like we focus on who we become in the process. That's that's the more bigger thing. Okay. Yeah, and that's okay. now we can talk. Okay. Because oftentimes when people look at the process, they like, okay, if I stay, if I stay the course, I'm gonna get something different, right? But yeah. what they don't realize is if they stay the course, they become someone different. Ooh. Yeah. You feel me? I like sometimes it. people just like, man, it, man, if, if I stay the course and, and trust the process, then this change I want is gonna happen, not realizing that that change comes from within. Yeah. So I am who I am now because of the process I've been able to go through. Crystal, I know the conversation we've had, right? You are who you are now because of that process you had to go through. Mike, you are where you are in life because of the process you had to go through. Yeah. And so we we should be constantly changing. Yeah. We should be constantly growing. We should be constantly evolving. And for me, there were things that I wanted. It was a certain level I wanted to be on. But the creator was like, I have that for you and I'm going to do that for you. But you got to become a certain person to be there. Yeah. You feel me? So if I look at the story of Joseph, my man Joseph was like, yo, I already know. I, I got the robe of many colors. My father said, you know what I'm saying, that he got great things in store for me. I've got all these visions from God. Like Joseph knew that he was going to be dope, but he didn't really know. But when his brothers kidnapped him and sold him into slavery, mm-hmm. he didn't realize that was a part of the process, mm-hmm. right? In order for you to be high, yeah. in order for you to be at that stature, mm-hmm. in order yeah. for you to be in control like that, like there has to be a certain type of process that you have to go through. And yeah. now he ended up as a slave. He ended up in Potiphar's house, then ended up in prison. And next thing you know, at the end of that journey, he became the second command of Mm. Egypt. And that's an ancient story of real people who really lived on planet Earth that a lot of people don't know about. So when I look at my process and what I had to go through, whatever pain, whatever trials, whatever circumstances, it didn't just change the ultimate, you know what I'm saying, thing I wanted. It changed something within me that almost like made me worthy of embracing it. That made me worthy of what I have. That made me worthy of what I'm able to build and what I'm able Mm. to achieve. So I don't focus on the I don't focus on the outcome. I focus on the income. 
Oh, I just, I ain't never said that before. Hold on a second. I, that's yeah. something, I think that's dope. I think that's dual. I don't focus on the outcome of the situation. I focus on the income. I'm not focused on the, the outer. I'm focused on what happens within. Ooh, and when I don't focus on the outcome, but I focus on the income, I get blessed with more income. Hmm. Oh, you tried a triple bar. Now. That's triple. That's a triple okay. bar. Because you said you're not worried about changing the outcome. It's more about what you're changing inside of yourself. Once you change that inside of yourself, now not only does the outcome change, but the income as a result of what changed inside of you. There we go. I like that version too. better. I'm yeah. just saying, you Great different. job. Yeah, 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 yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, one more time. We're not going to focus on the outcome. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Embrace, this, embrace your where you are, your challenges, and you will be able to receive something special on the income. And I think that's kind of where I've kind of been in life. But it's easier said than done. For sure. Like some people really, really struggle, you know what I'm saying, with... With that, because they're not, and maybe, I, mean, I don't know, Crystal and Mike, have y'all ever, right, briefly been in the process where you're like, I don't know if this is going to work out, and you're like, maybe I check out? Every time I try to do something better. Mm. Anytime. Anytime I'm trying to grow. I always face with it. Adversity is your entry level to success. It's like the first person who tries to see if you're serious or not. That's, it's the first mm. checkup. It's like, as soon as I know that I want to do something, adversity is like, all right, let's make sure. Uh, so y'all, y'all ever? So went, maybe. Oh, wait, so, wait, 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 Stay right there. Yeah. Don't. Are you gonna forget it? Go ahead and say it, dog. No, I'm good. I got you. So you saying success and adversity might be friends, and success is saying, do he really want adversity? Let's see if he wants. Either they're friends. That's what I felt. Either they're friends or they're coworkers. I don't know. It's all the same, but they working together. But they, they work together, together for sure. <laughs> it's 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 mm. levels, bro. It's the next level. So you make up in your mind, um, before we was talking about faith and works, you have the vision, right? But after you have the vision, now you have to be make it plain. So now, okay, I, I decide this is what I want for myself. Mm -hmm. So adversity comes in, it's just like, hey, nice to meet you. Right. I'm the one that tells you whether or not you're serious. And you <laughs> and so you meet it, you yeah. just you just yeah. you just like you just like, yo, this is what I really want, God. I'm excited. Shake. You yeah. get shook it's a little like bit. It's almost like a prerequisite. Yeah. Like you, you, you get shook a little bit. It's like, hold on, hold on, what's my situation? It's like, don't focus on the situation. Focus on what you're doing. Right. The, this is just what comes as a result of what you wanted. Mm. Right. This is what you chose. You didn't know that adversity was a part of the process, but you said that that's what you wanted. So I'm giving you the steps to get there. Mm. And so now adversity comes, and now how do you deal with it? So some mm. people do what? They either shake adversity's hand. It's just like, give me what you got. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to walk through this door or mm. they close the door back and say that adversity is the reasons why they can't get it. Mm. So people are making excuses for, and, and I'll use myself as an example. There are certain things in life that I haven't got, got gotten yet because ad, the adversity I thought was more than my ability to get to where I needed to go. And so what happened now is that the thing, the thing I love though, is that like you said, your condition is not your conclusion. Mm -hmm. I'm learning now that there are some adversity, there's some stuff that I was running from in life that I can't wait to meet again. Mm. I can't mm. wait to face some stuff now yeah. because, because my focus now, after missing out what I know that I really mm. wanted due to something that I asked for. Yeah. Like what? I, I, asked, I asked for what I truly wanted and the adversity came with it. Mm. I thought adversity was against me. Adversity was trying to help me change myself. It's trying to prepare to be you prepared for that to, very thing you it, wanted. Exactly. So now when I go back to the thing, I'm not even looking at the thing no more. Now I'm thinking about keeping my head down and just getting through whatever comes today. 
Mm. And guess what? Some days, adversity is not every day. Some days you have a good day and it's just like, right. oh, I was prepared for more, but praise God for, right, for right, rest. Right, 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 but tomorrow right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm buckling down again. It's like, God, whatever you got for me, I'm, I'm, I'm staying here. I'm, I'm, um, I'm focused. Um, what is that? I'm, I'm locked in tunnel vision. I have tunnel vision. And what whatever adverse you have for me, I embrace it now because I know that this is my ticket to success. So after adversity, what what comes? Like what what is there anything that happens after adversity? Um I saw you, something. You got doubt. Let me read you this quote. Okay. Um shoot. I got I got this quote. But, uh, pull um, it up and cut me to... off when you find it. But uh, not only adversity in terms of what deals with you, but you also got expectations, right? When, when you're trying to get to a certain place, we have to lower our expectations of how it happens. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we get disappointed because the way I, that I saw my journey happening doesn't always happen. I hear what you're saying. Or the people that I want to go with me. I wouldn't say lower the expectations. I would say have no expectations. That part. Because, yes, because it's a different mindset. Okay. Like, you know, you're expecting little or you're just... Embracing what comes, and I like I like that, mm. and I actually think that that's where my heart was trying to say. And I appreciate you keeping me on mm. on track. Have no expectation, but you're right. Don't 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 try to draw out your path to what it is that you ultimately want. You got to pick one or the other. Either you can do life the way that you want to do it and not get nowhere, and stay in the same comfort zone you already done. Because you know failure and comfort go hand in hand. Right. Like, it's easy to fail when I'm comfortable. Yeah. But if I want to truly be successful or have something that I've never had, I have to do something I've never done. So ease mm. is the greatest threat to progress. Is a, Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship is. Mm. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship that's is. That's literally what I just said, except right, way right. more dope. So it's like, no, no, no. I mean, I'm saying, but that's what you made me kind of think of mm. that quote I wrote down a few years ago. And so a lot of times people focus on the ease. They want things to be smooth. They yep. want things to be, who doesn't? Mm. I ain't waking up in the morning like, come on, adversity. Yeah. I let you, boy, I don't do that. Well, I be so, praying like, in a way, God bless my efforts. My, maybe not the whole day, but you get up excited to get your workout in, bro. Because you because you found the beauty of what happens after the hard work. You say, yeah, now my brain is going. I get started. The because, blood's because you've been yeah. training for so long. But that's a diff, that's a next level. When you when you get up and you're tired and you don't stay asleep, you tell yourself you got to get up regardless of how you woke up when you felt. When that alarm clock hits or when your body wakes you up, you tell yourself it's time to get the day going no matter how I feel. Mm-hmm. My feeling has no has no larger of an impact mm-hmm. on my decision rather than my purpose. Right. So you know you got stuff to get done. You could you could stay asleep. You're a grown man, bro. You right. have the choice to lay in bed. Right. Uh-huh. You don't have to make those uh-huh. Sunday calls um for for the uh for the speakers academy for mm-hmm. next interested people. You could cancel. Mm-hmm. Even when you're the host vention, the biggest freaking um um entrepreneur convention we just had last week. And Jeremy was breaking away from that, from all that exposure, all, all of that media attention, all of that to keep your word, mm-hmm. to, to be honest with the with the next level community, um, mm-hmm. for them to have a chance to get all from you. Right. Like, bro, when I see you do stuff like that, I'm just like, in my mind, it's like a little bit of he crazy and he different. <laughs> right, right, you know right, what I'm right, saying? Because right, it's, right. it's like, bro, like the next week, bro, they'll, they'll wait an extra week for you. All right. But, but, uh, it's, but the, ha- it's, the, it's the commitment. Yeah, it's the commitment to it. You know okay, what I'm and that's what I want to know, right. like because there's a different mindset mm-hmm. when when things happen out of your control, even good things. Right, bro, you cut off a good thing. It's not like it was adversity 
You, right. you, unless it was just something in your mind deciding whether or not you wanted to do it or not. But right. what made you still like do things like that? Things right. that nobody else would fault you for. Yeah, for me, I just, man, for me, I guess I just feel like, you know, I've been blessed with certain opportunities and certain privileges. And so I have certain responsibilities and I just really try to make sure I'm able to manage it. You know what I'm saying? And really do the absolute best I can with it. And for me, that can be challenging at times, but it can also be very rewarding. Mm -hmm. So y'all know I'm already big, Chris. I'm huge on discipline. You know what I'm saying? And so I be trying to avoid... You know what I'm saying? Challenges and hardships, but sometimes things come and things don't work quite work out. It's like, how do you fight through it? So I understand now when that thing is like, yo, all things work together for the good. Like I understand now more, mm -hmm. you know, what it looks like to really grow, to really make those adjustments, to really, you know what I'm saying, be able to get to that next level. And I know it can be painful and frustrating, but I know it's it's possible and it's all a part of the journey. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, if I look at every great accomplishment, it all came with hard times. It all came with frustrating times. It all came with some times when I was like, man, this ain't cool. I don't like this. Why this ain't work out? But it's like I had to stay the course because yeah. I knew the end results, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, was going to be what I wanted it to be. And yeah. I was going to be who I want to be. So what do you say to the people that put in a word and trusted the process, but the end result wasn't necessarily worth it? Like, Ooh, can I can I say a quote that goes into that? T.D. Jakes said a quote that said, "If what you put your all into turns into a thing that is not the thing that you really wanted it to become, it will be the thing that leads to the thing." When you own your, say it again for the people in the back. He said, "If if what it is that you're looking forward to happening does not happen, or you're disappointed because it didn't turn into the thing that you really wanted." He said, if you keep at that thing, he said, it will be the thing that leads to the thing. Facts. And the truth is, is that that's, that's embracing the process. Facts. It's like, this is not what I had in store, but you know what? Since I'm in this space, mm. I'm going to give it everything mm -hmm. that I got. And that, to Jeremy's point, he talked about us being changed. And as we change, things right. change. Right. And I think we can't look at the process as being linear. Like, it can't be, well, I'm going from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. It's everything surrounding point A to point B. So the process is in your life, the da your daily routine, your, your, your actions towards everything that you're doing. It's right. not just a, this is my process for this. It, all of it is connected. And we have to make sure that we're not looking at the process as just, well, if A to B didn't work, then it's just this, the, pro the process didn't work. We have to believe that all of it is a part of the process if we're truly believing that we need to believe in the process. Mm. I like that. Yeah. So uh -oh. I think for so uh -oh. for the people for the people who feel like you know what if it doesn't work out? I think what you said was brilliant. There are those times when it's like okay, it might not work out how you expect it, but it can lead to the very thing mm. that's going to mm -hmm. help take you there. I remember um, uh, when I first got started, man, I created this thing called the Rewind Movement. RWD, like you rewind, like on the VCR yeah. or whatever, RWD. We had shirts made and everything. Okay. Rewind stood for Ready, Willing Disciples, right? <laughs> Me, um, James Brandon, okay. Shayla Montgomery. Okay. Like we had a dope little like ministry, the Rewind Movement, mm -hmm. Ready, Willing Disciples. We was like, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. We got shirts, we got retractable banners, we got booklets put together. We was going to like different little expo events. Yeah. 
and nothing ever popped from it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we probably spent a thousand, couple thousand dollars into getting the shirts, the retractable banners, and the websites and all that stuff, and nothing ever happened from it. And I remember years Bro, later I don't even thinking, think I ever like, heard of that one. huh? I don't even think I ever Rewind. heard of that one. Yeah, Rewind. I was just thinking like, man, like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And so we we drop we drop it and nothing ever happens from it. And I remember feeling like, man, that was a dud. And then years later, you see us the Grace Tour. And I it was, was like, preparing oh, you for that, the next thing. God, you was preparing me. Yeah. You was going to just try to see if I was going to be faithful with that. You was going to see if I was going to be on some, man, this ain't going to never pop. Right, and or give up just, after the first. You feel yeah. me? And so I realized, like, so when, so it clicked in my brain. I remember, like, I was, you know what I'm saying? I was taking, I was on the throne when that thing hit me. And I was like, ooh, race tour. I'm going to call, I'm going to call B. You know, I'm going to call Jill. I'm going to call Jake. We're going to put a team together. Throne? We're going to travel. For real. I thought you let that one go. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, let it yeah. go. I was, just, I was just seated down in my proper <laughs> space as a king. You know what I'm saying? And I was just thinking like, I, I needed a release. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you know what? That's literally how the idea came to mind. Mm -hmm. And I realized with all the things I tried before and it didn't work out, that one hit. Yeah. And it's like, that's what prepared me, you know what I'm saying, for that opportunity. All right, another story. Our first curriculum. How much time we got left, y'all? I got to use the restroom. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jackson. I think you'll right. be okay. I've been, I've been holding it for. I've been holding it for twenty nobody, minutes. Yeah. Right. I was just curious. You know, I just like, wanted yeah, to know. Yeah, yeah. Nobody I'm told you you that We still good here? He mentioned Don't the look. throne and. Oh, it triggered something. And it, it was did. Oh, traumatic. I love it. He said traumatic. Okay. <laughs> so I can't giggle. So 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 I, I remember when we dropped our first curriculum. That thing didn't hit. There's only like maybe two schools that brought it in. I remember thinking like, yo, how come this ain't? But that connected me to sit down with a principal wow. and a superintendent wow. that was like, hey, Jeremy, we love it, but we would like to have it for all the grades. And that's when I was like, huh. next year we're going to drop a K through 12. You feel me? And now we got them all over. That's dope. But I had to be faithful with what I currently had and embrace that process so that I could be at this bigger process. And now I got a meeting this week with some folks that's going to help us take this thing across the country, like for real, for real. But I had to start somewhere. And so that embracing the process can be tricky, but I, I like that idea and that notion of, man, challenge is going to come, but that's a part of it. Like it's, the visual. And it might be the first step. Man, like, I, I think, I think they're co-workers, dog. No, for sure. Success and adversity. No, they for like, sure. oh, you want to come to me? Right. It's almost like you want to be a part of my family. Right. I wish I wish somebody would come and want to take Jewel to the prom. I'm calling all the uncles. All y'all pulling up. Right. AK-47, y'all finna book. You gotta take me out first. Listen, listen to me, I bro. I go on a date. We in the back seat. Right. Matter of fact, I'm your Uber driver. Mm -hmm. My God. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Like, you're gonna have to go through me. And if you get through me, you know what I'm saying? Now you can... Maybe, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's yeah. how it is when it comes to adversity too? and success. Did you, you remember doing the performance reviews when you were in corporations? I had to, I got put on the performance improvement plan. Well, see, on the performance review, it says, there, you know, how does this person handle adversity? Yes. And that, that determines too, like your merit and all that other stuff, increase your bonus. Because it's like, if you didn't handle adversity well, then you're not, it's about to be a you're not going like any you're further like you're just gonna kind of you know get stuck in that in that place but it does like that's a part of the performance review in even you know corporations as a business mm -hmm. so it's like why why are we not doing that to ourselves outside right. of an employer right. is right. it possible that 
we're getting performance reviews every day? Like, is it possible that God is looking at us, giving us performance reviews and he's Mm. withholding bonuses for our life or Mm. blessings based off of our ability to handle adversity? Mm -hmm. He's like, you know what? What you're praying for, I've been waiting to give to you. Actually, I had more than what you was even asking uh, more, for. More. The salary that you was requesting, I was going to throw you a bonus with that. Right. Mm-hmm. But you can't even handle adversity, which is co-workers with the success that you're praying for. You're not counting it all joy Jeez. when you face yeah. fiery trials of every kind. Yeah. This is hitting mm-hmm. me. <laughs> That's crazy, yeah. y'all. Mm-hmm. But he is saying that because, what did I say? When you're ready, get ready. You ain't got to... St- <laughs> <laughs> when you're ready, get ready. Like when you're ready. When you're ready. Stay ready so you ain't got to get ready. No, no, no. When you're ready, when you've done all the work that you need to do for yourself, then get ready because the blessings are about to pour in. Oh. Mm. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I thought she messed up, up the quote. Stuff no, 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 no. I heard this somewhere. I'm not going to take credit for it. Girl, you better take but credit. <laughs> Crystal Hartsville said that later. Oh, okay, Jeremy. But let her nah, be honest. No, like for real. They say <laughs> when you've done all you can do, okay, cool. Like we talked about faith without faith without works. When you've done all the work, okay, that's when you need to get ready. That's when that faith about to kick in because everything is about to come. But you're now prepared to handle it. You've now gone through your process and now it's time for your reward. Yeah. 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 I like oh, yeah. that. That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So after you've done, so w- once you've gotten ready, then get ready. Yeah, after get you ready. Take oh, it as coming. far as you can take. It. Oh, it's coming. Yeah, and it's so gonna wanna, be adversity. It's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be blood. It's gonna be ups and downs, valleys and peaks. Yeah. So I want to talk to the people then that's feeling like, just real quick, y'all. You know, they want that mountaintop. You know what I'm saying? But they in that valley low. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's a lot of times where people are. Is they want they look up and they like man I want that that's it let's stay right there yeah they down and they like I want that but are you willing to go through all the stuff it takes to get up there What's are you steep? willing to climb up that yeah. steep mountain are you willing to come across you know what I'm saying whatever you know what I'm saying scorpions whatever snakes that might be up this mountain whatever cliffs are you willing to go up there oh the mountain high look good but when you're mm. on that valley low are you willing because ain't no zip line you can't zip line up there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to go through that process. And so I tell people often, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. I might say it every other podcast episode so that people get in their spirit. I tell folks like, yo, don't want where people are. Want the tenacity that they had to get there. Want the work ethic that they had to get there. You know what I'm saying? Want that consistency that they had. Don't want what I have. Want my diligence. Want my spirit of excellence. You know what I'm saying? Want my grind. Want my optimism. Don't want what I have. Want my faith. You know what I'm saying? Like, want my perseverance. Because you can get what I have, but you ain't going to be able to keep it. Mm. What God gave me, listen to me, the enemy can't take from me. Because I this was earned. Like, I put in work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, it's like, all right, you want a great wife, but can you keep her? Can you value her? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, you want a nice new car, but can you keep the, Can you keep your tires rotated? Can you get the oil changed? Like, can you take care of yeah. it? Like, I just want to be at a place in life, man. And I want everybody else to get to a point that's like, okay, if you in your valley low, but you see your mountain high, right. you got to be willing to do whatever it right. takes to get up there. And you know what? I've gotten uncomfortable with getting things easy. Before it was like, oh no, why, why don't I deserve? Like I could just get that. I could just, but no, because in now in my mindset, it's still easy come, easy go, right? But if I feel like I've earned it and I've worked towards it, I can get it again if it leaves. Mm. But if I didn't ever work for it and I just got it handed to me, yeah. how can I ever live without it if I if 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 it, if it just happens to leave one day? That's why that's why somebody can be like, man, somebody came if somebody came and took all your money, Jeremy. What would you do? I get it back. 
Right, because you know how. Because I knew what it took you to know get, how. I knew what you it know took how to, to fish, get there. Right. Yeah, I know how to fish. Yeah. So all that stuff I had to go through, but all the times when fish. I was trying to fish, all the times when I had to find the worms, yeah. all the times when I had to hook the, the little hook through the worm, yeah. all the times I had to cast it, all the times I had to watch the current, and I had to figure out, okay, this is where this pool of fish was. I know how to fish yeah. because of the process I went through. Now, if I ain't never did nothing, if the max I did was $20,000 a year and somebody give me a million dollars and I lose it, I'm done. I'll never That's be able to get it, it again. Right. But because I know what it takes to make a million dollars, you know what I'm saying? Because of that yeah. journey, because of that process. You'll never be without it. You know what I'm saying? Once you know how to get it, you'll never be without it. Just like that. And it's it, a, it, might, it might be a temporary loss. But it's not gonna be a forever loss. Oh, for sure. Yeah. You can take you can take my fish once I've learned how to. Mm -hmm. Right. Because Here, I, I, you can I, have it. I know the process to fishing. Yeah. And embracing the process is learning to fish. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. And every step ain't easy. Some people don't like worms. Some people don't like bait. Everything ain't ain't attractive. You gotta you gotta hurt something sometimes. Or hurt yourself to get something bigger. Something has to be sacrificed right. in order to get that. Yeah, I the like that. The fish don't just come because you got a hook. Mm -hmm. yeah. You got to throw something on it. That means you have to right. give something that you've invested in. Right. You got to go buy bait. Right. Mm -hmm. So basically, you're paying to fish. You're paying to guess whether or not you'll be successful right. about something. So you're investing in a sacrifice. Dang. So, it, so when you think about fishing, and it's crazy because you say, I can get back to it because I know how to fish. Yes. But you're, we make the process sometimes seem simple after you've already caught your fish. But that's the state. That's right. part. Once you become a fisherman, right? You make it seem easy. And what what people got to understand is that the sacrifice is a part of fishing. You don't just go and catch your fish. You invest in your bait. You put it through pain. You put yourself through pain. Something sacrifice. The bait has to sit on the hook, uncomfortable. You have to know that whatever it is that you was attached to before has to be sacrificed or traded in for what it is that you ultimately want. Right. And then once you hook it, you got to bring it home. Once you hook it. And the bigger fish that you catch, the bigger the sacrifice. Right. People out there catching big fish, but you got to sacrifice those big fish if you want to catch if you want to catch a, a so shark. Let's, so, all right, you so want, let's give them practical. Okay. Let's give them, because people is like, all right, y'all talk, y'all whacking The analogies, fish. okay. The analogies so are confusing. So let's be like practical. So, with okay. So say this. So you want to be able to sacrifice and take care of your family. You want your whole family to be good. You don't need to be worrying about your car and your car being the best car on the block right now while you're still trying to save money. Mm. You, you, you don't need to worry about impressing the little people around you if you're looking at the mountaintop. Yeah. Who cares about being a big fish in a little pond right now? Yeah. What, what your sacrifice is, I, okay, I, let me use my brother so stop for trying example. to keep up with the Joneses and let, take care mm -hmm. of your Smith family. Period. My brother Marshall right now, him and his wife, drive this little um, Toyota, Toyota camp or a Honda that she's been having from before that was married. Mm -hmm. And their, their budget, they could get a way better car, bro. They've been traveling nurses for, what, last... Six, seven years. Mm -hmm. And they said all their other nurse friends always look at them and was like, why you still drive this car? Yeah. And he's just like, I'm trying to build up this community for my people back home. Mm. He's like, my goals are different. Right. He's like, yeah, I see a lot my of y'all. goals are different. He said, I see a lot of y'all driving mm. these brand new cars to work. He said, but I also see the extra shifts that y'all got to work. Y'all don't have the freedom to travel like mm. me and my girl. He said, because y'all have to pay for what y'all thought was important down here on this level. Yeah. He right. said, for me, he said, what y'all see, this car y'all see, he said, my bank account, what I'm saving it's totally different than what y'all see in this right. vehicle. Mm. Right. My means, my my priority is getting back and forth to work. Right. Not impressing y'all on the way there. Right. But he said, but what I really want to do, I'm saving to do. And the impact for it is worth this right. sacrifice. Uh. So, and, and, and you know, I think it really depends on the stamina of that man or the stature of that man or the woman. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because you have some people that will believe in the movement and the cause 
and is willing to do whatever they can do to help with it. You know what I'm saying? Like I've known, I've known, I've got one of my mentors, man. He had people working with him full time. You know what I'm saying? For years mm-hmm. that did not get paid. That's a whole nother level right mm. there. You know what I'm saying? To be working full time yeah. and then not get paid for it. But it's yeah. just because you believe in what's happening. When mm-hmm. you look at them now, they ain't worried about nothing. nothing. You know what I'm saying? Millionaire status. Yeah. But they paid their dues. They they trusted and embraced that process. But you call sweat equity. Sweat equity. But you yeah. got some folks that's like, man, let me just get, let me just get what I'm gonna get now. Or they worried about as opposed to saying, let me just stay in this pocket. And I so I think when we talk about you know, in really embracing the process to recap, A, we need to be prepared for trials mm-hmm. and some struggles because there are going to be adversities because yeah. there are going to be some times when success is going to say, all right, adversity, go ahead and try him and see if he or she really wants it, right? We got to be willing to do that. We got to be willing to know, okay, if I'm in the valley low right now and I want to get to that mountain high, I got to be willing to do whatever it takes to climb up that mountain, right? I got to be able to do that. And then we have to get to a point where it's just like, you know what? I'm realizing that everything that's happening in this situation and how it's not working out for me is doing something within me. Let me not be so focused on the outcome. Let me stay in this process and watch the income that comes my way. You know what I'm saying? And the magic and the power that takes place within our lives. And I feel like that's was going to help us go from one level to the next level into the next level. And then at the end, we're going to be at the top. Hey, that's my guy. That's, that's my guy. I'm on another level. I'm on another level. I'm on another level.